Welcome to YarnQuest, a First Nations-led podcast of big stories by little kids. I'm Uncle Mott. And I'm Arnie Brooke. We are your friendly neighbourhood storytellers. Join us every episode for imaginary yarns written by you. Let's jump in. It's time for an adventure. This is a story called The Secret Pizza Shop by eight-year-old Tane. And this is my Scottish accent. There once was a man who had a pizza shop. It was the best pizza shop in the world. It was the best because it sold watermelon pizzas, chocolate pizzas, normal pizzas, and best of all, lolly pizzas. The lolly pizza was the best because it was so delicious. And all my favourite lollies on it, sour worms, warheads, toxic waste sour candy, sour nerds, sour skittles, sour patch straws, and gummy bears. The lolly pizza was a secret recipe. One day, when I went to pick up my secret recipe lolly pizza, the pizza chef said, You come here a lot. Would you like to know the secret recipe? I smiled with excitement and said, Yes, please. The pizza chef shared the secret recipe with me, but I can't tell you what it is. It's still a secret. But if you want to try it, I'll have to make it for you. This story is called Magic Quiche by six-year-old Sybil. My Uncle Ben is a chef. Hi, I'm a chef. And he has magic chef powers. He doesn't like to tell everyone though, so keep it quiet. Shh, don't tell everyone. You'll end up too famous. Well, I'm telling you because this story is just too cool. One day, right, when I was doing school from home because of the virus, Uncle Ben decided it would be a good idea to teach me how to make quiche. It's a really weird word, but a delicious food. So you need eggs, bacon, cheese, and probably some other grown-up stuff, veggies and that, but I don't mind because I actually like veggies. So there I was, standing on my kitchen stool, making quiche with my Uncle Ben. Okay. Now we need to whisk the eggs so they get all mixed up. And I heard my pa telling a really silly story to my oma, so I looked away from the bowl and that's when I heard a strange twinkling sound. It must have been the magic. I'm almost sure of it. When I asked him though, he said, I have no idea what you're talking about, miss. This quiche took 87 years to cook. Okay, maybe it was an hour, but it was so long that I almost needed to have a nap. Then it needed to cool. I swear, I aged five years making this quiche. When we sat down to dinner, that's when something really magical happened. Just as I finished my quiche, 
I let out a huge fart. Bigger than I'd ever done in my whole life. Now, Uncle Ben always farts really big, so that was no surprise. What did surprise me, though, was when we started flying inside the house. Every time I farted, I flew even faster. Luckily, my pa opened the back door to let out the stink and we just flew straight into the sky. My dog Spider started barking at us like we were birds that he wanted to eat. And Uncle Ben laughed because he knew all along we were about to have a huge adventure. (laughs) First, we flew to Japan. Uncle Ben had been to Japan before. Last time I was here, it was so cold my jeans froze. I couldn't even go on the roller coasters in Disneyland. It was Sakura season this time though, and there were pink and white cherry blossoms everywhere, flying through the air and floating down to the ground. Uncle Ben took me to the best lolly shop ever. Japanese lollies are my favourite by far, he told me, and I agree. Let me tell you, the looks we were getting from everyone in the street, we were farting up a storm and flying over their heads. Can you imagine? It probably stunk. But what can you do? We had eaten magic eggs. Then I said I wanted to meet some fairies, so we flew as fast as we could before the sun went down to a magical forest in England. First, Sib, we have to stop the Captain Cook statue and laugh at it getting pooed on by pigeons. I laughed so hard when I saw that gammon statue with poop all over it that I snorted like a pig. We've got to be quick, bub, or your mum's going to yell at me for getting you home late. We farted and flew our way over this forest that was filled with fairies flying back and forth. There was fairy dust everywhere, so much that the whole forest lit up, even though it was almost dark. We listened really quiet, well, as quiet as you could be over the constant farting, and we could hear fairies whispering secrets to one another. I think this was my favourite part. That's it, Stinker. It's time to go. I'm going to be in big trouble with your mum. It's time for a fact break with me, Kira. Do you know that cooking is a little bit of science, is a little bit of art, and some craft as well? Did you know cooking can be done with heat, like on a fire? It can also be done with a chemical reactions, like in science. Some food can be cooked with some juices because the food reacts to the chemicals in the juice. Did you know that cooking is also boiling things in water on a grill, like a barbecue, frying, even a microwave? Did you know humans are the only animals that prepare food using a fire? Scientists think we've been doing that over a million years. Time for some jokes. Why did the chef get arrested? Because he beat the eggs. What is the dog's favorite dish? Anything on the plate. Yesterday, I saw my dad cooking eggs in his slippers. I don't know why he could not use a frying pan. Why you should never tell a chef your secrets in case he spill the beans.
This story is called Cake by seven-year-old Jelani. I'm going to talk about cooking. This is what you put inside a cake. Flour, milk, eggs, butter, and all kinds of other things. You can read it on the package. And this is what you put on toppings. Sprinkles, icing, these rainbow things that are eatable, and sometimes you can put on fruit if you want. And you can also make a tiny little face that's so cute. You can make cakes just for fun. You can make them because you're bored if you have nothing to do and it's the weekend. Or sometimes when you aren't watching TV or playing your tablet. You can even make them for birthday parties, New Year's Eve parties, Christmas parties. But you could make cupcakes for them too. Cakes are good for all kinds of parties that you might do for a family tradition. My favourite cake is strawberry and vanilla together. This story is by Elizabeth. It's movie night tonight and we are about to cook the popcorn in the microwave. It's time to cook the popcorn now. Pop, 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 pop. Oh no, the microwave is exploding with popcorn. It is all over the kitchen floor and it's going all over the place. We have to eat floor popcorn to clean up the mess of popcorn all over the floor. I did not know that floor popcorn was so delicious. There, the floor is all clean, but now it's greasy. So we have to wash it quickly. Splish, splosh, splash. All done. It looks as good as new. Movie time. What are we watching? Let's watch Hunt for the Wilder People. Can we have chips please? Well, what about buttered popcorn? Yes, but let's not have exploding popcorn this time. The end. My name is Uncle Mott, and I'm a Tungarung man and also one of the hosts of Yarn Quest, and I am a cook. Today, I'm going to tell you all about cooking and how that you can become a cook one day. So, Uncle Mott, why is cooking and being a cook important? Well, Brooke, being a cook is important because everyone is always so hungry and they need someone like me to come through and cook dinner for them. What is the most surprising thing about being a cook? I think the most surprising thing about being a cook is trying to learn new recipes and finding out just how hard it is to make some kinds of food. What is the hardest part of being a cook? I think the hardest part of being a cook is when I have to cook something new for someone for the first time. I'm always so nervous. What if they don't like it? And what is your favourite part about being a cook? My favourite part about being a cook is that I get to cook my own favourite meals and I love eating food, especially pizzas. How did our people cook before colonisation? Before colonisation, our people used to all come together every night and help cook dinner. There'd be some people who'd been out hunting and others who'd been out gathering and they put 
all the food together and everyone would have a big yummy meal. And after that, everyone would tell stories about their day and about the old times. And I think it was just one of the most important parts of our time. If you want to be a cook when you grow up, you have to love experimenting, learn about how flavors work together and be really good at following instructions whilst also being creative. Thank you for listening to YarnQuest. If you'd like to submit your own story or feature on YarnQuest, you can email us on yarnquest at awesomeblack.org or find us on Instagram at yarnquest underscore. This is an Awesome Black podcast, hosted by Brooke Scobie and Uncle Mott, starring YarnQuest kids from all over the continent. Executive producer Jade Goodwin, produced by Tully DeVries and Brooke Scobie. Edited by Brooke Scobie and mixed by Travis DeVries. Awesomeblack.org. Comedy, culture, fun. First Nations owned. Supported by you.